The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When life hands you a unique shift, what happens next? The gift is the shift. Welcome to The Sky's the Limit with your host, Karen Levitt. In our program, you will hear from people who have discovered the gift, whether through personal experience or those that are helping others through this experience. You'll find the next hour to be a motivating and encouraging one. Now, here is Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, and welcome to this week's episode of The Sky's the Limit. And I am thrilled to be joined by my, my featured guest this week, Kate McKay. Kate calls herself the Master Motivator. Kate is proving every day that prosperity and success comes in many different forms. She's a transformational speaker, business and lifestyle coach, fitness guru, entrepreneur, international best-selling author, and multi-million dollar business owner. And with that, I would like to warmly welcome Kate McKay. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here, Karen. Oh, it, I assure you, it's, it's quite mutual. The energy, I think, today is going to be able to probably light up the whole Northeast Really, it's very exciting. This is like part of my vision and my mission coming true, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, gosh. Um, yeah, and part of it is I know, I know Kate, so she's a friend, and, and you've had a lot to do with why I'm even here. Um, Kate was a coach to me. And, you know, you, you have such a rich story, Kate. I just want to jump right in, um, you know, to the beginning, because you grew up, what, one of nine. So Right. Yeah, I'd like to share a little bit of your background with the listeners, if you don't mind. Awesome. I'd love to. So, you know, the the deal is this. I often introduce myself as, you know, I'm Kate McKay, and I'm one of nine children. And I the reason why I say that is, um, you know, explains a lot of, I think, if you're from a big family, the zaniness, um, the sort of outside-the-box functioning, and um, also the ability to be extraordinarily resilient. And I think that that's something I learned as six of nine children in addition, also, too, I was a classic ADHD kid, um, you know, in, in the class, you know, school was, was very difficult for me. So it was, mm-hmm. you know, George, John, Michael, Katie, sit down, stop talking, right? So, you know, that really was a lot of, you know, my mom loved me fiercely, but the deal is this, Karen, mm-hmm. I didn't feel as though I fit in. I felt like my personality, my energy was too big, despite my small stature. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. And you, when I read off, you know, part of your bio, which is phenomenal, you know, you've done so much and it sort of seems so effortless. So to hear you struggle as a child in school, you know, almost seems to be a bit of a disconnect. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I think that that's the part that I, you know, I have three kids, I'm a single mom. So that's a big part of what I encourage my children, because I know I didn't feel as though I fit in. And why did I feel that way, right? What was the pressure from the inside? 
that I didn't I feel, um, you know, and that was the seed of years of self-doubt, negative self-worth, and let's just be honest, self-loathing. You know, I didn't feel like I fed in, therefore, I tried to play small, and, uh, and that um, paid a price. We all pay a price for playing that small game. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And then, like I said, you, you've gone on to be so success, you know, so successful, really. I mean, you have, you know, you went to college like most of us. Um, you married, have children, and then divorced. And you had an interesting thing happened um, when you, I'm just going to go there, when you attended a gold party, right? You, you not only went there, ended up owning the company. Right. You know, funny, funny, funny thing, really, truthfully, is, um, you know, just a little bit of background on my school is that I was um, shipped off to performing arts high school as a junior. And, you know, my mom saw a big light in me, even though I didn't see it. And that's obviously what Mm -hmm. I love deeply about my life and how I live my life as a living ministry of lighting other people's up, other people's, uh, you know, dreams, hopes. It's just what fires me. It's what I live for. And, um, you know, I found theater at Performing Arts High School. And this is the dead honest truth. It's the only thing in my life I ever got A's in. <laughs> it was like, really? wow, all I had to do, yeah, all I had to do was be present and listen to people and act on what's happening right in front of me. And that's all it is. That's how I live my life, right? So mm-hmm. that was a, a real big aha for me, um, feeling really powerful uh, and being able to step into my light. But, you know, what happened after that um, was, you know, still lots of blows. And in particular, um, when I graduated from college, I, I got a full scholarship to Bennington just on a, on a hope and a wing, right? I was the only one in my family that went to college um, and finished my, out of my sister's. So, mm-hmm. you know, after I graduated, I'm still fumbling, trying to figure out what's next. And, you know, this is the sad news. You know, my brother, um, my, you know, my brother, 18 months younger than me, mm-hmm. was tragically murdered. He was murdered. And, um, you know, this moment in 1987 defines a huge shift in me. Um, mm-hmm. Oftentimes, the biggest blows that we take turn out to be the seed of our biggest transformation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, you've talked about that, that 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 the death of your brother really had a deep impact, you know, on you and your world. I'm sure. How could it not? Right. But that. Yeah. So that really helped form who you are today. Is that what you're saying? That well, shift. I think that when I looked at that in reflection, that's a beautiful thing about wisdom, is that that moment was such a pivotal place in my family, my original family of origin. My parents got divorced soon after that. And you think that a tragedy would pull people together, but oftentimes that's not the case. And I think that that's really what I want the listeners to hear and understand, that when mm-hmm. we're going through a breakdown of any variety, you know, a, a marriage ends, a, a business blows up, you know, we have dreams for our children that don't transpire. Um, You know, we have health issues and challenges. Those dark moments, oftentimes the people that surround you in those times are not actually the people that are going to journey with you through your transformation. Mm -hmm. Tough, tough, tough things to take. A tough truth. But I think that the beautiful piece, and I know, Karen, you and I have done a lot of, you know, a lot of playtime and, and conversation around this, is knowing that the faith, the seed of faith, is knowing that the right people are going to show up when you need them. And to believe and trust that you are here to do bigger things and to continue mm. to move forward in that light and, um, and trust and believe that the right people will show up. 
Exactly right. You just have to feel it and know it. And the how figures itself out. The how, the people who help you with the how show up. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to ask how. It just, it just happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And so from there, like I said, you, you went on, um, you know, to have a very successful life. And so, you know, like I said, you turned a gold party where you, you know, turning your unwanted or unworn jewelry, you turn that to profit. So I really, I, I love how you just tackle things. You just take things right <laughs> up. You yeah, it's, yeah, it goes back to the whole theory about, you know, my mom saying, Katie, you're just too big for your britches. And, you know, that can be a negative statement, but my mother always said it with a grin and a smile and a little bit of a wink, right? I mean, she celebrated mm-hmm. that I was too big for my britches, right? So, you know, I studied theater in college. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what I got my degree in. And, um, you know, single mom, um, you know, uh, after I was divorced, I had started in the midst of the end of my marriage. I had, as you had mentioned, gone to a gold party. Now, I'm an Irish girl, and Irish girls don't, aren't, you know, don't usually generally have a ton of gold. Um, you know, we live in an area that's rich with Italians and um, in Gloucester, you know, the, the movie where the perfect storm was filmed, um, that was a, a gold mine really literally for me. So mm-hmm. I built a gold company that I bought scrap metal and I flipped it into, um, into, into cash. And um, it turned out to be a multi-million dollar business. And I did this, you know, one hand flipping grilled cheese for my kids. I was a full-time stay-at-home mom. And the other one, I'm buying, selling gold on the open Yo, market. Yeah, so it's just a complete blast. Just a complete blast. I love that. Like, like, like I said, you bring this enthusiasm and this fire and this zest into whatever you do, you know. And so it's it's not just a business. You you just come at it with this exuberance for life, and I love that. So, and you also you're a transformational speaker and a business and lifestyle coach, and um, you have the title. Your business title is the Master Motivator. So I'd like to talk a little bit about that, how, how that um, title evolved for you, because it, it's so fitting. It really is. <laughs> it's so silly, right? I mean, I think that, you know, life is hard, and so much of a life is full of challenges and loss. And, and you know, all of those pieces that, you know, we don't ignore, right, as transformational speakers and coaches, right? We know mm-hmm. life is hard. But a big piece of my philosophy is the piece of celebration, you know. And, and I'm, I'm here, I'm right walking with the, you know, the wounded in my work, right? I am in the trenches of people going through transformation. And it's not always a pretty business. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, the bottom line is that I have an obligation to light people up. That's truly what I feel. I feel like it's my obligation that I was given a big light. And who am I to play small? You know, we hear that quote often. You know, I think it was uh, Marion Williamson. Um, so, you know, who are we to play small if we are, um, you know, if we are here to do bigger things? And And I think that that's the power of being clear on what your mission is, because then you can mirror that with other people. This, the, the deal is this. This has nothing to do with me. My work has nothing to do with me. I am basically a conduit to other people's brilliance. And mm-hmm. I remember I was having this conversation with a coach, and she goes, what's your ultimate view? Like when you're helping people, she goes, are you at a party? And they're like cheering you on. They're saying, yay, Kate. And I go, absolutely not. I said, my greatest vision is to, to be a fly in the wall. And this makes me cry, Karen. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm like moved. I want to be a fly in the wall and watch the people that I have helped on the journey of transformation celebrating and living the life that they dreamed. 
Mm-hmm. And I was a part of that by merely asking powerful questions and holding a safe space for other people to be who they came here to be. There's mm. no greater calling. Oh, as you say this, I have I actually have tears in my eyes. Mm. Oh, I've worked with you and I've watched you with others and you are, you you bring it all, your heart, soul and spirit comes through you and you you just yeah, you just radiate their brilliance. You just see it. You just magnify you know, it. Karen, and I know that people, the listeners probably, you know, they know your story, right? And and so I've known you for some time, right? And you were one of my first guests, uh, you know, highlighted on my uh, mini-series that I did, a web-based TV show um, called Heroes of Transformation. And so, mm. Karen, when I think of where you are now based on where we were when we did that initial interview, um, it's absolutely incredible. You are just off the chain amazing in what you've accomplished, despite the loss that you've had to undergo and in the grief and the letting go to be this powerful, you know, radio host, you know, beautiful, radiant person that you are, that you stand two feet in. in. And it's just, you know, I just want to call you out and say, you are just a miracle. Well, thank you. I, you know, I, I believe I was given another opportunity. I, I was very fortunate the evening of my accident. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that I have the ability to speak because that was taken from me for a while. And when you saw um, something in me and asked me to possibly be a part of your TV series, you know, I deep inside, I knew that I should say yes. And I didn't even really feel worthy. I mean, I know maybe there's listeners out there who, you know, they don't feel worthy. They don't even know what their vision or dream is. So I really, um, you know, want to touch on that because you you somehow knew you were meant to ask me to step forward to join you. And I'm forever grateful that I did. I'm forever grateful that I didn't uh, let the blanket of fear wrap around me to stifle me. Because if I Mm. had, life would have been... Well, life wouldn't have been what it is now. Let's put it that way. And uh, I, I want to thank you for for what you do bring and your brilliance and your vision to see and to radiate and to, you know, like you said, you 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 um, shine your everyone else's brilliance. You just shine it back at them, even when we can't see. And it, it sounds airy fairy, but I assure you, it's not. You you just have this innate gift. You're you're a powerful fly on the wall, Miss Kate McKay, and I I am forever I, I am forever grateful really to be aligned. Um like I said, you saw something inside of me that I didn't even know I was capable of. And yet You know, Karen, it's totally true and this is the deal. I don't go gently in the night as you don't, right? So the deal is this. It may be like, oh, wow, Kate's great. But let me tell you, Kate does, is not always gentle. I mean, my background is as a personal trainer. So, <laughs> you know, people are lifting weights and they're, and, and they're lifting a weight. And I know it's too light. And I'm like, why are you lifting that? Like, I'm working with them. And I'm like, you can't fake me out, right? So mm-hmm. the truth is that people aren't going to come to me unless they're ready for transformation or they have an inkling that there's something in uh, in our connection that's going to help them light, light them up. And, and I tell this to my personal training clients. I tell it to my business coaching clients, CEOs, wages, it doesn't matter. I said, initially, you're going to love me. You know, you're going to think I'm the greatest thing since cake, since cake and ice cream. And then mm-hmm. guess what? 
week three, you're going to hate me. You're not going <laughs> to like me. Right? Because what happens is we get all this courage at the beginning. Yeah, I want to do this. I want transformation. I want to have the body of my dreams. I want to be in a rich and juicy relationship. I want to, you know, have abundance and prosperity. But when push comes to shove, mm, we want to talk and roll. Let's just get mm. real. We want to tuck and roll. So how do we play big? Well, the beauty is, is surrounding yourself with powerful players. And, uh, and that's not easy. And, uh, and I'm, I'm not afraid to stand in for somebody else when they're uh, not confident. And, um, and they can back down from it. But I'm like, did you tell me that you wanted to have your own radio show? Did you tell me that you wanted to lose 20 pounds? Did you tell me that you wanted to go to El Salvador and help blind children? Right? Did you mm-hmm. tell me these things? Is this a dream that I'm still holding for you? If it right. isn't, that's cool. But if it is, get busy because I'm here to hold you accountable for that. And, um, you know, it may come across a little blunt and a little harsh, but I'm not afraid to stand in for that person's dream. It's nothing to do with me. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think, Karen, you understand this. And I know because you we work together. Right. You understand that that's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to have conversations like that. That's why I personally have a coach. I personally have a fitness coach, a business coach and a therapist if I need it, because I need people to call me on my things. It's the only mm-hmm. way we can grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. You know, you're so you just like I said, you shine so bright and you're so real. You're, and you're willing. You know, I love that. And, Kate, we're going to be coming up on a quick break, so I'm going to ask you and the listeners to please stay with us, and we'll be back in just a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We go through all kinds of challenges in life. How we deal with them is a different story. If we carry them on our shoulders, we can experience health problems, relationship issues, and other negative aspects these challenges can pose. Jeanette Abney's Precious Predicaments is here to help you pick up and sort out the pieces through education and encouragement. You don't have to live in fear and pain. Let's find solutions together. Precious Predicaments is heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. 
Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, welcome back to The Sky's the Limit. And my featured guest this week is Kate McKay. And Kate is also the author of the book, Living Sexy Fit. And she has a fitness competitor as well. And she's been featured in Family Circle, written for Entrepreneur Magazine, and been featured on Creative Living on PBS and numerous radio shows. So, Kate, welcome back to the show. And before we went to break, you were talking about how you play so big, and you really do. I want to um, touch on the role of, um, I guess, fear or, you know, littleness that you don't, we don't feel worthy. Does fear ever come up for you? Because you seem unstoppable. <laughs> well, you know, it always is there, right? But I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than that fear. And I think that, you know, when you're given a big light, you're lighting the way for a whole bunch of other people that are still shivering. Uh, and so I, I don't take that lightly. I take mm-hmm. that really seriously. And, um, and it's my job to be jumping out of airplanes and, you know, competing in a bikini at age 52 and, you know, starting a, you know, pitching a TV show when I have no experience in TV, you know. Um, you know, it's just I feel like there's a sense of obligation and there is an excitement in it, but I am calculated. I am a hard worker. I am disciplined. Um, I am resilient. So mm-hmm. I think that. Those are skills that I have, that I've developed and evolved. You know, again, we go back to that place, that place of fear oftentimes is, is rooted, deeply rooted in stories from our past, voices from our past, our mother, our father, our sister, our brother, a teacher that said something to us and it stuck. And we keep hearing it subconsciously, potentially consciously, that voice that you can't, you're too big, you're too fat, you're too tall, you're too stupid, right? Mm -hmm. These are voices that are real. Let's just call it out. These are real Mm -hmm. voices for many of us, okay? So Mm -hmm. how do we overcome that? How do we accept and root even more deeply a positive sense of self-love, of self-acceptance, a release of the old voices that, frankly, no longer serve us? And right. that's, you know, you know, and I had to go through that. And, and, you know, you did bring up my gold business and we can talk about this another time. And also my fitness connection. Fitness is my, you know, is my way that I ground out and helps mm-hmm. me uh, be strong and play big in other areas. But, you know, financial freedom shifts our consciousness. You know, particularly for women, you know, we are in a negative sense of self-worth that's tied into a financial sense, which is tied into emotional sense, which is tied into our spiritual sense. So how do we embrace positive self-worth from, uh, you know, and, and eradicate the negative voice. And I think that that's where fear is based. How do we uh, disrupt that negative conversation? And that's a lot of what I do with my work. And a lot of it's from theater training. You know, how are you languaging what you say and what you do? And how do we disrupt when we hear our clients, our friends, our children talking negatively about themselves and say, is that mm-hmm. what you mean? You know, and sometimes it's just reframing things for people 
And when you reframe it, they just start laughing, you know, because they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I guess I'm not that bad. So, you know, again, it's injected humor. Oftentimes we can, we can, uh, we got to use humor to, uh, mm-hmm. to shift as well, not always heavy. And that's a big piece for me, and you know that's true, right, Karen? Uh, absolutely, yeah. You just, I, and that was my next question. You just took the words out of my mouth. So, you know, there may be a listener who feels like, you know, they have a circumstance in their life that's too big. You know, you can't understand it because you're not, we're not in their shoes. What would you say to them, you know, that they just can't see their way past whatever mm-hmm. is or isn't going on in their life and they want more? Yeah, and it's tell me more, you know. Who's saying that you can't? You know, it's asking the powerful questions of eliciting the fear. Tell me what it is. Bring that emotion into the room. Let's talk about that. Because the fear, the loathing, the shame, all those emotions that we have stuffed with food, with addiction, with negative self-talk, right? It's peeking around the door. The Mm -hmm. only way we can conquer these emotions and set ourselves free is to bring it in the room. Let's talk about it. And, you know, generally... Second to third call in my coaching business, in my conversations, and again, it doesn't matter who they are, we are all the same at the core, loving, Mm -hmm. centered core, um, is emotion. And people will say, I don't know why I'm crying. And I say, Mm -hmm. it's okay, baby, right? I'm loving you in this place of release. I'm loving Mm -hmm. you in this pureness of emotion, Right? Mm-hmm. Here we are so afraid to expose ourselves and because we, we don't feel like we're safe. It's our, right. it, you know, I believe it's our place to create safety for other people, and that's living a life of integrity, and, and, uh, you know, and that's really a big piece for me. But, again, it was a learning lesson. You know, it was a learning lesson, particularly through the growth of my gold business. Big mm-hmm. bumbles and bumbles along the way there. Hmm. Wow. I'm a... You've, you've, like I said, you just, you amazed me. You've, you've done so much and it's so rich. Everything you're speaking about is, is so impactful to all of us. And, you know, I want to go back to, because, you know, you said you became a fitness competitor, right? And you've right. always been athletic, so it's always served you. And going to the gym and working out has been your form of stress relief because it grounds you. That's where you're able to really do what you need to do for yourself. So, what was that like for you, you know, at the age 50 or and 52 to become, you know, a fitness competitor and actually, you know, because you won? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Well, you know, because I was one of nine kids, I never um, had that opportunity to really do sports as a kid. And I was mm-hmm. really athletic. You know, I was agile. I was a monkey, right, because I couldn't sit still anyway. But we had no resources. So after I had my three kids at 41, um, I decided, hey, this sounds kind of cool, doing fitness competitions, surrounding myself with other strong, powerful, diverse, beautiful people um, in a way that really represented the power of women, our strength, our beauty, our vulnerability in a supportive environment. Can you beat mm-hmm. that, right? And um, so I competed at the national level pretty much on and off from 41 to 51 and um, did real well. But more importantly, had a lot of fun, you know, had a lot, a lot of fun. Right. It's incredible. And you you do show that, that it's fun. You, you you can tell. Like I said, you're exuberant. So, you know, lifting weights and, and you know, like you said, the gym. Um, I don't know. When, when people hear that, they may think, you know, you want to bulk up. And that's not really the case for you. You, you use it to um, keep your body toned. And you, you often say that we can reshape our body with the weights. Is that, isn't that correct? 
Yeah, so I mean, we can be Michelangelo, Michelangelo with our bodies. And, you know, when I was 21, I remember the first time I bench pressed. And I was like, ooh, I like this, right? There were two things that saved me. Weight training, and I didn't like beer. Okay, because a lot of people with ADHD have other anxiety, other issues, right? There's always Mm -hmm. underlying issues with every disorder, right? That kept me out of drugs and alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. Lifting weights and having that release through exercise saved me, right? My brother, unfortunately, did not get saved, right? Right, right. He had anxiety and ADD, and he took the drug route. I -hmm. chose otherwise. Thankfully, I chose otherwise. Right. So this is what I want to say to teenagers in particular. I talk to a lot of kids, a lot of parents that I work with as coaching clients say, can you talk to my kid? Because they know I'm still 12. (laughs) Kids pick (laughs) up that I'm still 12 years old, 15 at the oldest. Right. My soul is still there. Right. I get it. I know how uncomfortable it is. Uncomfortable to be that age. I get it. Mm -hmm. I love that. And and you do. You show that, you know, you, you make play fun. I mean, you're an adult woman and engage in play and life and you just take it on. And I love that because I was going to ask what life was like with you, you know, with your children, with all that you're doing. You know, there's so much. Well, you know, my primary goal and was that I was, I was a stay at home mom, right? I, I still, I, that's how I still, that's my number one job. So I, my kids have a hot meal when they come home from school. I may have like, you know, crazy things going on, but the truth is, Karen, I'm not a type A. I chill. I love to read. I pace myself. And, um, and that's the balance. I'm a passionate woman, but I'm also very relaxed and very chill. So in some ways, maybe there's not as much structure with my kids, but they're beautifully articulate emotionally. And I think for me, you know, I, you know, licking my finger, put it up in the air, that I have to hang my hat on and be really appreciative for their beautiful, kind souls that they are in the world. They may not be honor students, and they may not be Star Trek athletes and everything else, but they're good, kind people, and that, to me, is a success. Yeah, no, they're awesome, and like I said, with everything that you've, you know, you're such an example. You really are. You're, you're such a shining light because single mom, successful, athletic, competitor, fitness competitor, author, and mom, and there's no real lag. Like I said, you, you just, you, you show that we, we can have it all and we are, well, it's our right to have it all and happiness is our birthright. And I love it that you, you so exemplify all of this. That's funny. Yeah, it's cool. And I don't see of my success, what I hear, the success stories about what I've done, they don't mean anything to me. Oh, that's cool. But there's no ego attached to it. I'm just doing my thing. I don't know what I'm doing today. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, but I'm living full in. I have two feet in. And I think that that's what I want the listeners to understand. My success is irrelevant to me today. What's relevant is how I live my life. And listeners, you know, how can I touch you? How can I support you? How can I love on you? How can I light you up so that you know you're worthy of living this breakthrough life? And you really are. You really Mm -hmm. are. Absolutely. And we're going to come up to a quick break, Kate. So I'm going to ask you and the listeners to please stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's time to do all of those things that you always said you'd do in your life. 
What's stopping you? Is it other people, your environment, fear? What could give you a push? Tune in to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. Our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain. We'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone. Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to Show at gmail.com. That's TheSky'sTheLimitShow at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag TheGiftIsTheShift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, welcome back to The Sky's the Limit with your host, Karen Levitt, and my featured guest this week, Kate McKay. And Kate, boy, we have, we have touched on so much and just want to pick it back up. So, you know, living fully, that's, that's what we're talking about. And you just really step into life, both feet, jump right in. So, as a coach, I want to share where the listeners can reach you. It's www.kate-mckay.com. And you can follow her as well on Facebook at Kate McKay, the master motivator. Um, you know, you, you do. You offer so much to so many. Uh, what, how do you keep yourself inspired? What keeps you plugged in? I know you said you have coaches and this and that, but what really keeps you going? That's a great question. I mean, honestly, um, I really do carve out time where I'm doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I know that probably sounds crazy and insane, but my balance happens when I am um, giving myself time to, to read and to relax, to bake. I love to bake. In fact, that's what I did before this interview today. Um, I, you know, I do things that bring me peace where I can think through things and allow ideas to congeal. And that, um, you know, knowing really who I am is a big part of it. And Karen, you know the power of a tool that I use in my coaching called StrengthsFinder 2.0. And mm-hmm. what it is, is it, believe it or not, it's a business management tool, listeners, and you can get it online at Gallup StrengthsFinders. 2.0, and it gives you and highlights your five key operative strengths, where you rock and roll in life. Let's just get real. We spend so much time shoring up where we stink 
instead of thinking about and living in the places where we are just rock stars. And I mm. use this tool, and I know Karen's strengths, and um, we worked <laughs> on that and really spoke from those places to help people language and function from these beautiful places. And, mm. um, and that's a big piece of it for me. I'm a learner, and I'm an intellection. So those are two strengths where I know i got to read. I know i got to talk about it, you know. And, and what really also that means is i got to spend time by myself to, uh, right. to, to do some brilliance. And, and so that's right. a balance, and, and it's worked out real well for me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and I can also add in about the strength finder because I remember when I was well, when you mentioned this to me, right? I wasn't even sure what it what it was going to tell me if it was going to tell me about who I am now because I wasn't even sure when we were working together who I was or who I who I was in the past. And the beauty of the strength finder was um, I was able to to do that with you and. My strengths came through. It was it was sort of right. like my soul was speaking. So, right, I, I, and it yeah. brings you right. And it was almost we waited to do that. We didn't do it right at the beginning, but when we did it, was a time where you were ready to bridge pre-accident to the life you are now. You know, it was basically poetry the way that that strength finder sort of pulled things together for you. Um, in retrospect, I think it was a really powerful tool for you. Would you agree? Yeah, it absolutely was. It was like the puzzle pieces. Um, it just seemed to show up on the table and seemed to fit at that point because I, was, I wasn't I was quite sure. I mean, I had ideas and thoughts, like mo- probably most of the listeners. We have ideas, thoughts, dreams. Do we act on them? No. Fear kicks in or we feel like, eh, maybe not today. Someone else is going to do it. I don't know that I can. However, we, whatever song we want to sing, right? And then they, you helped me with the strength finder, and it was like, oh, and there and it was. you were like, wow, I, I pretty much rock, you know? And, you know, I just <laughs> want to uh, touch on something because I know we're limited in time, but I just want to touch a little bit on um, some key elements in the book that I wrote, Living Sexy mm. Fit at Any Age. And the reason why I wrote the book is I would go speak at conferences and, you know, about my message of prosperity and success because, you know, again, I wrote for Entrepreneur Magazine on negotiation and creating strategic partnerships and all the business jargon that I'm passionate about as well. But um, I would go to these conferences and people would come up to me after and they'd be like, that's really cool what you're talking about. And then they'd whisper, but how do you get those arms? You know, or how do you look like you do at 50? And I would sort of laugh because I didn't have an identity from the outside necessarily with my fitness. It was more like the inside journey. And then Mm -hmm. I, I was asked enough to realize, yes, I do have a system. And it was my obligation to write it down. And that's really what Living Sexy Fit is about. But really the most important piece of that book, um, and you can get it on listeners on Amazon.com, um, mm-hmm. is the pieces about positive self for us, the pieces about uh, you know embracing integrity, about creating healthy boundaries. Those are mm-hmm. all the important chapters in transformation. Right. It's, it's the transformation from the inside and then moving it out. Right. And, you know, I was actually going to go there and ask you about the book next. I'm glad you, you um, felt to bring that up. It's perfect. So, yeah, the title, the title is brilliant. And, you know, it's you're, you're showing us how to be comfortable in our own skin inside out, like you said, letting it shine. And I, I love that at any age. Right. And, you know, beauty comes in so many different shapes and forms. And, um, you know, the beautiful spirit is uh, is lovely. And I think that's, again, a piece that I just brought up earlier was the beauty of the, the competitions that I was in. You know, uh-huh. there were bodies of all different sizes and ages, you know, women that had birth babies and, you know, our, our scars. And, and, you know, those are all beautiful. 
And mm-hmm. how do we learn to love on ourselves and celebrate it? Because we, as people, are mirroring other people who don't have the courage to do what you're doing. Um, right. And that's the part that let, don't underestimate, never underestimate the power of your courage and how it's affecting people that you will hear from years and years later, moments mm-hmm. um, where you paid attention and you changed someone's life. Right. Yeah, we, ne- we never truly know the impact we have on someone, do we? Maybe, nope. you know, maybe until later or, or not at all. So to live in integrity and and to be kind and to honor one another is, is, is a gift. And I love that you bring all of this. And, you know, I really like, Kate, that you're talking about the fitness competition because I think in, in large, it's, it can be misunderstood by the general public. So I love that you're speaking from your heart as a competitor about your other fellow competitors who are on the stage with you. You know that, that there are women of all sizes, shapes, women who have had babies, this, that. I love that because, like I said, we, we may be, you know, in a bookstore and you go by the magazine now and you see Muscle Magazine or you see something or you flip on TV and, and we see something and we go, oh, and we don't really understand because we live in a culture where we're really quick to put up labels. And and I, I just love that you're here. You're sort of demystifying that and sh- shining the light on that once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I would have never thought, you know, at 52, I'd be strapping on stripper heels and walking around in a shiny bikini. Let's just get real, right? <laughs> you can't make that up. But um, but there, the piece about it that's so funny is that that journey to a show is 90% spiritual. I trust and believe the training and the exercise and the nutrition and the soul searching that goes on that journey. It's similar to my son who is just in a Buddhist monastery and is mm-hmm. contemplating being a monk, right? We go on journeys. People mm-hmm. judge us on our journey. Be true to who you are. Go and move into that because you never know what you're going to experience. The feeling right, who you are. I want people to think about, right? It's not that the vision is like, all right, that's cool. I want this car and that car, right? But oftentimes what we want to vision is actually the feeling. How are we going to feel when we're victorious? How are we going to feel when we have the body of our dreams? How is it going to feel when we are in a rich and juicy relationship? Right? I bring these images up because I want listeners to tap in. Don't be afraid to tap into the power of your emotion to move you forward. That's the biggest, biggest draw. You know, our brains are beautiful, right? We can get all kinds of knowledge and, and you know, learn how to do something. But our emotion is what's going to trigger us into action. Stay in action. Mm-hmm. So, you know, gosh, I could, I could ask you so many questions. We could talk forever on this because, you know, what would you say to the listener who may be on the fence, you know, who has a dream, who hasn't really tapped into it and, you know, kind of keeps putting it back on the shelf, you know, because they, they or they don't you know, how do, I, how do I know what my vision is? They may not even know how to get clear on a vision, you know, what, well, what would yeah, you say? So there's a couple really powerful questions. What do you love? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you love? People, if you ask people that, they will get stumped and they can't even answer it. Sit down with a piece of paper after this call and start writing, what do you love? Another Mm -hmm. one, especially with teenagers, what pisses you off, okay? Mm -hmm. What angers you or fuels you or disturbs you oftentimes leads us to our truth. In my gold business, I met rich women, poor women, every socioeconomic. And the one thing that I heard consistently was, 
worst case scenario, if I don't have any money, I can work, work at Walmart and live in a studio apartment. And to this day, every time I say that, I want to cry. That's oh, that, that does. Most women, no matter where they're from, have that, that sense of scarcity. That is truth, okay? That mm. is what drives me. That story drives me. Wow. What is your truth? Listeners, what is your truth? Be courageous to embrace it and share mm. it. Mm. Yeah, I, like I said, I think we, we all move so quickly that I don't know that we ever set, settle down to listen. You know, so I love what you just shared. You know, what is your truth? And don't be afraid to, to, to look at it or to try, you know, to face it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I know myself. There are a lot of people, you know, we, we, we try. I think life has to be tough, right, Kate? And life is not meant to be tough and to be a struggle. You can really yeah. be in the, and, well, yeah. Well, pain is, pain is uh, you know, pain happens, but suffering is optional. Where we, can, we can hold on to suffering. And, boy, our, our children become teachers. You know, my son, the Buddhist, right? He just laughs and he smiles. He walked in any room. You just look at him and go, who is that dude? I can't believe I birthed that energy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But he's mm-hmm. teaching me. You know, who are your teachers in your life? And uh, and pay attention to them because you never know who they show up. It could be the toll taker, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, uh, we have to pause for a quick break, Kate. So I'm going to ask you and the listeners to please stay with us. We'll be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. On It's Absolutely All About You. Host Eileen Nunez bases her show on the forthcoming book of the same name. If you've been taught to hold your head high and keep your self-esteem in check, where do you go if you aren't yet achieving that goal? Each program is based on a chapter of the book and comes from Eileen's many years of experience in order to help you find your inner peace. Listen for It's Absolutely All About You. Live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life is a journey which never gets easier. As we go through life, we just handle things better as we get to know ourselves. Listen for the Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli believes that each of us are pre-programmed with all the answers and tools we need to move through any situation life throws at us. It's discovering those tools and answers that will set us on the right path to enjoying and navigating life. Listen every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. 
Change your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt, and welcome back to The Sky's the Limit with my featured guest this week, Kate McKay author of Living Sexy Fit at Any Age, available on Amazon. And we were talking before the break about who are your teachers in life and where they show up. And Kate, you were saying before the break, it even could be the toll taker. So I'd like to pick back up on that because I feel like it's a really rich subject. It is. And um, this is a, an example. I remember, um, if I'm going to share a short story, if that's okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I, it was after my third baby and I did not recognize the body that I had, okay? It was three kids later, you know, I'm 37, and I was suffering from postpartum, absolutely. In retrospect, now I know that's what it was. And, you know, here I was pretty fit before, and I remember going to the gym, you know, dragging myself there, not wanting to go, dishes in the sink, crying, baby, I had to go. And I remember sitting and looking at the mirror at the end of a bench, and I honestly, in that moment didn't know if I was going to be able to go home. Um, I, I didn't know what I was going to do, but it was a very dark moment. And I remember sitting at the bench, and I looked up, and I looked across the gym at a woman, a trainer, and she smiled at me. Oh. Okay? She mm-hmm. smiled at me, and it, it changed my life in that moment. All she did was smile at me, Karen. Right? Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was the light to which I needed in that moment. I was at the darkest time. I was in a very dark place. So, and that's what it goes to. She was my teacher. I still see her walking around town and I look at her and I said, she has no idea how what she saved me. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, understand and believe a smile can save someone's life. Acts of random kindness can save somebody. Right. And, um, you know, we think we have to be the super success. And that's why I'm humbled by anyone saying, oh, you're so successful. I'm only as successful as what I did that day, who I served in the day when I lay down my head. Did I do good work? Was I a kind person? Was I a loving friend? And um, and that's, I think, you know, certainly what I've learned and what I would love the listeners to hear is to understand the power. It's not about the money. It's not Mm -hmm. about the accolades. It's about, are you a good person? Are you living a kind life of integrity? And are you in service to the people right. that need you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, I start every day with a gratitude practice, and I, I do. I, I, I really, you know, try to be kind every day. I really, I really want to radiate that. And it, and it is a practice, and it, and it does become easier over time. So, yeah, it's, it's not the bank account that defines you, right? Yeah, and it's really, no, well, the bank account's really important. Okay, let's not underestimate the power of money. <laughs> because oh, I, no, the, I, I used to be, yeah, and so I used to be the prosperity maverick before I was the, uh, 
the, the motiva- motivating master. But, you know, the thing is, is that I learned the freedom in financial freedom based on the success of my business. I was humbled by it, right? So mm-hmm. it does shift your consciousness. But if you're living in a place of kindness, if you're living in your passion, if you're facing your truth, guess what? Guess what shows up? Financial. Right. And a big piece of it's financial. If you believe you're worthy of financial freedom, you will gain it. It may not look like what you think, and it may not be a pretty process, as mine was, um, but it did come into light because I learned along the rumble strip rumbly bumbly um, that, you know, if I was in integrity and I created healthy relationships with people and I learned what it was to have healthy boundaries, which I did not have, I learned it through my business mm-hmm. and uh, through much struggle and a lot of a loss of relationships, including the blow up of my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, sometimes that happens, but the bottom line is what I learned and what I gained was the wisdom of understanding the other piece, which is success comes um, and prosperity looks very different for everyone. And um, it's for you to define. You know, so some people, it's like, I'm living in a tent in North Carolina. I'm psyched. Right? Other people, it's like, I'm living in a mansion. I have this. It, it's up to you to define. Don't let other, anyone else define it for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had That's the journey, Karen, as you know. I mean, I had I had a vacation home up in Maine. I had a big five-bedroom house. And I had it all. Guess what? Sold them both. Living in the small condo, happy as a clam, right? Those big mm-hmm. houses did not represent who the core of who I was on a spiritual level, you see? And, it's like, and it was an easy uh, shift. Easy shift. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I get everything. I, I have a lot, too. Like I said, in my book that's coming out. Um, from perfection to reflection is just that it's, you have it all from the outside look and then in, in, in a millisecond it was all gone so um, yeah I, I so relate to what you say yeah I so relate to what you say it's it's who you are what you bring and uh, then the financial piece does show up and, and it, you're so right it doesn't always look like what we think so when we let go and allow um, it's amazing what your life can look like and, and truly be. And I want to ask, Kate, uh, as we come to a close, what's next for you? And do you have one takeaway from today's conversation you'd like to share with the listeners? Yeah, thank you so much. And, you know, again, thank you so much for this opportunity to be with you in this, this amazing format. I'm thrilled. Um, you know, so, so what's next for me is, you know, again, I'm, I'm still leaning in on the TV shows and the KFX that I'm pitching in L.A. and New York. You can see on my YouTube channel the, um, the sizzle reel for that. And also I'm putting together a radio show concept based on relationships because, you know, the places where you need to do the most work is oftentimes the place where you get called to do the work. So I'm leaning with confidence and, and trust into that into that experience as well. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, just as, just as far as a nougat for the listeners is really just tuning in to, um, to again, to your truth and understanding, mm-hmm. you know, from the bottom of my heart, I see you, you're worthy. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're worthy of love. You're worthy of you know, financial abundance. You're worthy of self-love. And, uh, yeah, and you're worthy. I, that's so exciting. And, um, yeah, so... Was that? Would you say that was your would be your one takeaway for the listeners from today's conversation? 
Yeah, that, and you know, just, you know, you can follow me. Um, you know, obviously on my Facebook page, and if you go to kate-mckay.com and sign up for my newsletter, you actually get the first few chapters of my book, Living Sexy Fit at Any Age. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. love you to be a part of my community. And um, if you have any questions, just tag me at kate at kate-mckay.com, and I'd love to help you out. Yeah, and and it is a great book. I I do have a copy of that book, so I want to tell you it's, it is great. And yes, and you can also follow Kate on Twitter at Kate McKay, M-C-K-A-Y, Kate McKay 18, and Kate McKay at Facebook, the master motivator. So, Kate, thank you and all the listeners, and I'll see everyone back next week. Thank you for joining us for The Sky's the Limit. Karen Levitt looks forward to having you tune in for another program next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, the gift is the shift.